Yeah, I still surf every now and then. It uh, I definitely don't surf as much as I was. Um, but it is fun. I miss that Wilson. <laughs> the surfing Wilson. I miss the surfing, the photography. <laughs> I miss that Wilson, bro. You're, I mean, you're always into. You're always into new like uh new hobbies and stuff like that yeah the the current um hobbies is kind of just overall fitness and yeah you look good thanks you, you look really good thank you you do too um, i lost like 30 pounds you look lean you look yeah. like fit you want to save this you want to save this stuff for the <laughs> are we are we rolling we're rolling, we rolling? Yeah, hello yeah. what's going on <laughs> welcome drew weeks um yeah, it's kind of. I just had Wes on brother back to back podcast, but yeah. it works out. How you been? Good. You were just in uh, Arizona, right? I was. Yeah, started dating a girl out there. So if she hears this, shout out. What's up? What's up, <laughs> Hannah? Um, I always see you posting like the crumble cookies that she sends you. <laughs> yeah, she she sends me stuff. She takes care of me. Um, go out there visit her. That story on how we met is very interesting. Oh yeah, let's hear it. So my best friend at the time his name was Wes actually he lives in South Carolina he was dating her roommate and I had I was single and one night he came back home to the hotel we were staying at for spring training and out in Scottsdale and was like bro my girlfriend's roommate is she's she's cute (laughs) cute I was like really like what's she look like so uh he showed me her and then we set something up to like go on like a double date okay but something happened and we had to that got canceled and then her and i ended up being so we kept in touch her and i ended up being in vegas around the same time that year hung out hit it off we both got back with our exes that obviously crumbled and then i dm'd her probably like five or six months ago and then it was like sparked it back up nice kind of cool yeah yeah kind of cool kind of cool how it all came full circle like that you know yeah we yeah because we i would have never thought i would have never thought that her and i would hit it back off because the distance you know stuff like that yeah and you're a professional ball player so and i've always wondered how you maintain relationships being on the road so much and stuff it's tough bro because yeah. you know like the love language thing I'm definitely yeah, oh, yeah, a yeah. physical Every, touch there's guy. There's seven, right? Or five? There's five. I okay. think there's five. I could be wrong, though. Don't fact check that. But there could be... Or I'm definitely a physical touch guy. And I... Which is very difficult doing long distance. Yeah, you, you know, but, yeah. but Yeah, but I've grown to, like, enjoy my alone time. Which a lot of people don't like. I enjoy, like, being by myself. Like, you know, like, the peace and quiet. Like, not having an agenda. Like... You know, because, like, when you're in a relationship, like, you always feel like... You need to be doing stuff together. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a pressure there. Yeah. Definitely. There is. And it's not a pressure if you're with the right person, but, like, you still feel obligated to want to do things with that person. Right. And and sometimes it can become a little forced, and that's definitely when it's like, oh, man, this isn't as fun. But I'm definitely one of those people where I love my alone time. I mean, I live alone, and... uh, jordan who we both worked with at lululemon once a while ago um chicken joe yeah <laughs> he uh, i told him i was moving into my own place and he was like Oof, be careful you're gonna enjoy that alone time Dude, too much <laughs> it is being alone is dangerous yeah that's what that's exactly what he said really that's word for word yeah being alone is dangerous it's addictive yeah because you realize like when you become like when you become like okay with being alone, mm-hmm. like you realize how peaceful that is. And then you don't want anybody disturbing like that inner peace. Well, and also like you kind of figure out who you are and you kind of know what you like, what you don't like. And it's very easy because there's no distractions. And then it's like, you don't want You anything. can do whatever you want, whenever yeah. you want. Like I know people say that, but like you really can just do whatever. Yeah, it's a, uh, it does. I mean, obviously you, you get lonely sometimes too. Like, and it's good to, have a good network of people you can reach out to and like hang out with and stuff. But I, I do. I'm, I'm definitely one of those people. Where I'm like, yeah, I like alone time. I need it. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same way. So that's why that's why distance like for the time being with her and I is it's cool because you know we get like that. She's trying to pass her real estate out there. I obviously just passed my real estate out here. Congrats. 
Thanks. That was that was brutal. I got you need seventy five to pass. I got seventy four. Seventy four. Took a couple of days off, then passed it. They don't tell you what you get when you pass it, but oh, okay. I just remember I remember going through it, and I got to question. It's like a hundred and five questions. I was on question like seventy, and I looked up at the time because you have like three hours to pass it or to like finish your exam. And I remember looking up, and I was like on question seventy something. I was like. Oh damn! I'm kind of cruising through this. That I've like felt, I like felt good about that one, right? You know. And Wes, like the, I was taking it in my room. <laughs> I could see Wes, like our back porch, like our balcony. I can see the corner of it through the side of my window, and I can see him like video, like Snapchatting me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what? And it's Proctor, so the lady, like, if I start laughing or anything like that, she's gonna be like, this kid's cheating or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> I can see West Snapchatting. He's a nut, bro. He's funny. He is funny. He's a good guy. He's funny to be around. Yeah, we definitely mesh well, which is good because we live together and we're brothers. Oh, oh, I forgot you guys do live together right now. Yeah. 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 So my goal, him and, him and his girlfriend are... I thought they live together. They do. We all three live together. Oh. So they live in... <laughs> <laughs> they live in their own room okay and then i it's the two bedroom okay. it's a one bedroom bro so we just <laughs> it's a one bedroom <laughs> so whoever's she'll sleep on the couch and then me and wes will sleep together and then it's like a rotation then wes will move to the couch and me and her will stay in a bed and then what? i'll move out of the couch yeah bro that is- <laughs> uh, so, so there will be nothing It'll be nice for her and I. Wes together. is yeah. on the couch. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're in the bed with his girlfriend. What's fair is fair is fair. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's two-bedroom. Okay. Oh, wait, yeah. really? Yeah, it's Okay, okay. Because I know there was a time someone was sleeping on a couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me. Was, yeah, that's right. You me, did live bro. on the couch. Yeah. Okay. All right, chill. You don't got to like tell it. the world that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Edit that out. Yeah, bro, I was, I was kicking it. Well, I can always go back to my parents' house. But it wasn't it because you were you were playing you're ba- playing baseball, so you weren't there permanently, right? Well, it's for like yeah, kind, well yeah, kind of like yeah. it, it wasn't. It's not obviously not permanent. But I had came home. I was living with. I I dated a girl. I was li- her and I had an apartment together. Mm. So I came home. And minor leagues, they, the money you make is so brutal, dude. It's below the poverty line. It's like tw- it's twenty grand a year, but for the hours you work, bro, it is so bad. Really, it's so bad. Yeah, but they just they just made a rule where they're gonna pay for their housing for the minor leaguers' housing or something. Because like in Albuquerque or Hartford or wherever, I mean, whatever minor league place I was playing at, I would have to get my own apartment hmm. and then pay rent there. Which I mean, like that seems fair, you know. But like. For the money I was making, right? I mean, PB and J's, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like just to make it to so I can afford rent. Yeah, I'm gonna be staying in the clubhouse. So, are you playing? Are you still playing? So I signed a contract with the Diamondbacks this year. Are they minor league or? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, the big league team is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. I signed a minor league deal um, with an invite to big league camp. And then I had surgery on my anterior capsule, which is in my rotator cuff or my labrum. And so if it heals, then I will go back. I don't know if it's going to heal. It doesn't feel great. Um, but that's why I did my real estate. That's why I passed my real estate, got mm-hmm. my real estate license just in case. Um, but we're running out of funds, so I'm going to have to make something happen. Something's got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you and Wes should start a podcast. <laughs> you know, what's funny is we talk, we have talked about that for years we have talked about that, bro. Be because funny. the content is there. We just, we, you know, we don't know how to get it out. And whether it's through a podcast, whether it's through like special guests, like. I'll produce it. Yeah, bro. That'd be fun. That would be so much fun. Yeah. We all live in Jacksonville. Yeah. That would be hilarious. But There's so much funny stuff we could talk yeah. about, bro. Back in Lulu surfing. <laughs> Man. That would be hilarious. Yeah. So, because I'm curious about this. How long. <clears throat> does i don't really know a lot about baseball and especially like when if you get injured or something but if you get injured how long do they allow you to stay be like still be on the contract for you to come back okay so when you when you get drafted out of college or high school i think high school is six years 
college is seven. That's a six or seven year contract you sign. Mm. It might be seven for both. And then you, then you become a free agent. So when I signed with the Rockies in 2014, so that would be 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So I signed a seven-year contract with them. And where was that? When I was with the Colorado Rockies. Okay. So I would like play throughout their mind. And they can release you at any time, meaning like the contract is, you know, the voided. See, that is you become so bizarre a free agent. to me. Yeah. So like if like in the draft, if if you're like a first round pick and they have millions of dollars invested in you, like you're going to get so many opportunities. You know, so like if you have a bad season, they can be like, you know, they'll make excuses for you. Like, oh, it was the, you know, the environment or, you know, we tried to teach them something new. It didn't work. You know, it's it's stuff like that. But like, you know, obviously the second round gets a little bit less and then third round, you know, and then significantly lower towards like after the 10th round. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like a, I think there's like a cap now. You can't even sign Pat over like a hundred grand or something like that. So like. But there's some kids, like college seniors, they'll draft you and they'll sign you for $1,000, which is, I mean, what? bro, it's a, yeah. And they're basically like, you, the way you look at that is, and I have friends that sign for that. You basically say, okay, I'm either going to keep chasing my dream and take this $1,000 or I'm going to go into corporate America. Mm. You know, so it's like you're stuck with one or the other. Most of the time they take it because why would you not want to play? Why would you not even want to say you play professional baseball? Right. Much less do it. You know, so they so they do that and then it's I mean it's 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 crazy, bro. It's a crazy experience. So anyway, so I signed a free agent contract with the Diamondbacks, which was a year, which is normally what a free agent deal is, is for that year. <clears throat> and then they can release you at any time. They don't have to pay you. So when I got injured, so normally like if I when I was let me back up. If I was with the Rockies and I had gotten hurt, they would have rehabbed me and then I would have continued playing. Because you were under that seven-year contract. Because I was under that seven-year contract. Right. With the Diamondbacks, since I was hurt, I w- it was like a 10 to 12-month rehab before I came back. So I would have missed the entirety of the season, which means they would have paid me and I would have never even stepped foot on the field. So they released me two days after I had surgery. Mm-hmm. Never saw any money from that contract. Came home. Workers' comp took me like over four months to finally get my workers' comp. So I, for four months, I didn't have a paycheck. It was it was crazy, dude. And then now, it's not healing. I missed 2020 because of COVID. There was no minor league season. I missed this year because I had surgery. So the chances of me re-signing are very slim because I've missed two years. You know, 28, never made it to the big leagues. So is there – with baseball, could you take like – a year off and really nurse it and really like get better and then just come back and yeah that happens all the time people really? will tear their you know their tommy john or they'll you know hurt their acl they'll blow out their acl pcl mcl labrum surgery like that yeah. stuff happens all the time like my hamate <clears throat> i had surgery on my hamate bone that was like a that was like a three-month surgery but like stuff like that yeah i mean that happens every year so is the teams deal with that? It's like the fire still alive that you would want to do that, or yeah. Oh, I would love. I mean, that was been, bro. That's been my dream ever since I could play baseball. I've always wanted to play major league baseball, and okay. to say that. And when did you, when did you start playing baseball? When I was four. Shit. So that's I had a long I played time. for twenty. I missed the past two years, but I was I was in spring training this year. So basically, twenty four years, I have played some type of baseball. That's crazy, it's been, dude. It's all I've ever known. You know, aside from coming home and working at UPS, working at Lululemon, (laughs) working at the coffee plant downtown, you know, like I've done little odd jobs and stuff like that to kind of keep myself well-rounded and remind myself like what the grind is actually like, Uh which I think has contributed to my success. Um, But it's, yeah, it's all I've ever done, bro. It's all I've ever, like, I couldn't imagine like not playing baseball, you know, like not having an off season, like working out or hitting you know, or not looking forward to February flying out or like being with the boys. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's, I don't know. It's life changing. You know, I'm not used to it. So it's going to be something I'm going to have to adapt to life outside of baseball. Yeah. That's kind of crazy that for such a long time, would you ever consider doing like a, a coaching job for like, you just to stay in the sport, you know, like coaching yeah. high school or like assistant coaching college. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I would coach high school. Okay. 
I think high school would be, um, I don't know if those kids like, because a lot of those kids still play because their parents want them to play. Yeah. And I don't really want to be around that. I don't, even call, even a little bit in a college, like, I know it seems because like when I played at UNF, a lot of, some of those kids that I played with only played because like their dad wanted them to continue playing. So they were like, I'll play college baseball. But I'm really going for my academics. It's kind of crazy to think that you would do a, co- a collegiate sport at a Division One school. And Some people want to really make their it. parents happy, you know. And I, I mean, I get it. You know, yeah. like I want my parents to be proud of me, right? You know, and if a Division One school offered me and I wasn't, my heart wasn't in it, but you know, but my dad like loved baseball, I would probably go and then just focus on my academics, and I'd play, I'd travel with the team, you know, I would, I would try. But like my, I wouldn't give it my all because I'd yeah. I'd be more school based academic, right? You know, focused, and you know a lot of those kids, dude, were a lot of those kids that I played with are really smart, and you can tell, bro. Like at that point in time, like in high school, it's kind of hard to tell because right. your dad can come to every game, you know. So like you're still trying hard, you know. Like he can yell at you from the stands, and it's not a big deal. Like in college, like people don't really do that, and you know, you get kids from all over the state, all over the country that like we're their parents probably can't make it. So they're not there to be like, oh, like, are you not trying hard in practice? Like, why are you mm. not playing? You know, you can just call home and be like, yeah, dad, you know, I'm trying really hard, but there's a fr- there's this new incoming freshman who's really good. You can just make stuff up, you know, to kind of get your dad off your back. And then obviously everybody knows how hard it is to play pro baseball. So you can just be like, yeah, it didn't work, you know, but I did try, you know. Mm. And then they can still be like, oh, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud you took it that far. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, and what's also interesting is we both just now automatically went to the dad being the one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it could be the mom too. But <laughs> Oh, true. <laughs> well, you know, the dad it just has yeah. more. No, I get it. Especially if he you have a son. baseball, yeah. If you have a son. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what I assumed we were talking about. Yeah. Because we were talking about, you know, baseball. Um, Usually the the dad would be the one that would right. be like the, you know, the enforcer. That's how it is in the South, you know? Yeah. My, well, so I never played baseball. I, I did other sports, but um, I always did like cross country yeah. swimming, rowing and stuff. And like my mom ran all of those. So she was like on my ass about that kind of stuff. But you enjoyed it though, didn't you? Enjoy Like, yeah. Didn't you yeah. like it? Didn't you have a passion for it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and I this is just like speaking. This is like do. speaking from just baseball experience. Like I, you always hear kids that are like, "Yeah, my dad just wants me to play." Yeah, you know, like I hear that all the time. But that is the level I would like to start coaching at. Would be like Division One college, because right. you know that or or minor leagues. The minor league season is just long, bro. It's brutal. But like, if you know, that would be tough to like have a family and do that because you're gone. For eight months out of the year, you yeah. know, and if your wife has has a job like she obviously, or you have kids, like you're gonna miss your kids, you know. But hopefully, like, I don't know, like you marry somebody that's simple enough to where she doesn't need like a whole lot, where like she just enjoys hanging out with you, or maybe she likes being on the road and traveling, and you know, that'd be a tough environment to raise your child in. Yeah, I think, I think that there's kids who probably come out really great from an environment like that because they kind of have to learn to adapt and they kind of have to be a little tougher and yeah. used to like, but then that's also like, they don't really grow up with as much stability. So then that's kind of tough too. I mean, I, I'm speaking out of my ass right now. I don't have kids and <laughs> I'm nowhere near. I'm just literally guessing over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes good podcast content, bro. Cause no one's there to tell you you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, you know. Do you think about kids a lot? No, no, <laughs> no. I don't. Would I like to have some? Absolutely. I love kids. I feel like I'm decent with kids, you know, because I still love like watching Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I feel like like I I'm really patient with children, and I love you're like teaching you're teaching like a little baby human how to be an adult. It's yeah. bro, it's crazy like the impact of the things you do how that child grows up yeah the smallest like you just talked about the stability right like i'll still bring up stuff to my mom 
And she'd be like, well, you remember that? Yeah. Or my dad. And I was just like, yeah, like that played a big part. Like, what do you mean? Do I remember it? And to her, that was just like a Tuesday in October, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like, and you know, what's even crazier than that is they were us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They were us and they had us at this age. Yeah. And they were like, oh shit, we're having a kid. You know, and then they go about their daily life. You know, they step up to the plate. Obviously, you're a parent now. You got a little more responsibility. And you just raise a baby. And then we take their place and they're a little bit older. They were just ahead of us in the time. Right. You know? And then so, like, to think that they were us, bro. And then, like, you know, you, you, like, oftentimes I think, like, one day I'm going to figure it out. Like, one day I'll have all this figured out, bro. Like, everyone thinks like that though bro like they thought that at one time they were like you know when i get to 30 when i'm my parents like yeah. when i'm my parents age like I'll, I'll be sad like you know but they're still figuring it out too yeah, I don't like think this anyone's is, got it figured out this I think is everyone's <laughs> first go round in life bro like this is it's bro that is mind-blowing to me that's a good yeah it's everyone's first go around that's a good point it <laughs> is everybody's first no trial bro it's, it's just a giant <laughs> trial yeah no one's done this before <laughs> This is everyone's first. Yeah, this is everyone's first go. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's pretty nuts to think about, like how every day is just like a a new beginning, and uh, every day is just like, oh man, what are we gonna learn today? <laughs> every day's a blessing. Yeah, every day's a gift, dude. If you have breath in your lungs, there's still there's your your purpose on earth is not done yet. I believe that wholeheartedly. You know, and I don't know the but like you have like the butterfly effect. <clears throat> yeah, you know what that is yep. like butterfly you know, that, swings over here, and yeah, and then it creates a tsunami yeah. or a hurricane somewhere else in the world. Like that's why, I, like, I try to give as many compliments to people as I can, bro. Because like, just like a little random, genuine, and like genuine <laughs> compliments too. You know, like not like oh you look nice today. Like that's so basic and boring. Like. You know whatever the whatever the compliment could be um that little compliment like that little boost of confidence you give somebody could like that is the butterfly effect just put into mm-hmm. words yeah one of my one of my best friends uh miles he he's a coach at the school i did triathlons at yeah and super positive guy and his big thing whenever he's <clears throat> running like out in the morning or something anytime he passes someone he says like hey good morning or something like that and yeah. um it's all it's it's literally that just to spread goodness and stuff it's good yeah i like that yeah i like that a lot i'm a yeah I'm, <clears throat> i believe in stuff like that it's hard to do when you're dying for breath but <laughs> yeah i can't yeah i can i can't imagine bro and um one thing also wes mentioned that i didn't ask him about but i was interested he said you don't really like lifting weights come on <laughs> That's not a bad thing. It's just some people don't. But uh, and he said you just have like God given talent, and I'm I'm curious about that. Well, what do you like? Those are two different things. Like <laughs> he thinks I'm like good at baseball, or like he thinks like I don't like working out. Like what's the difference? Like what do you mean? I think he was saying that you're you don't need to lift. I hope I'm not misquoting him. I'm, I think he was saying he probably said something to- stupid, <laughs> so it doesn't. You can just rip it. It doesn't matter. I think he was saying you don't really need to lift weights to be good at baseball. Like, you have talent. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's true. Okay. I don't know if I would take it as far as I don't like lifting because I would okay. I would lift pretty hard. You know, obviously, I don't look like him. Well, nobody looks like him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bro, <laughs> give it a rest, will you? Okay. <laughs> you freaking brick. Yeah. He works out every day. See, he, I think his, Wes's mindset is... If it isn't done Wes's way, then like it's off. So like maybe because I don't work out every day, I don't like to work out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. To it like three or four times a week, that doesn't do it for him. Right. Because he lifts, and I'm Wilson. I'm not kidding you. This dude lifts. I mean, every single day religiously, bro. Yeah. And then he'll go do like an orange theory workout. I know. So oftentimes he'll do two workouts a day. Yeah. Like that's not on un- that uncommon. So it's like to go. 
as far as you know i don't like to work out or lift weights like that might that might be a stretch do i enjoy working out all the time no i don't yeah but like i do there have been like times in my life where i've really enjoyed like working out where i've fallen into like a routine where like i feel good i'll feel crappy when i don't work out mm-hmm. like when i'm supposed to like i enjoy stuff like that i'm going through a patch right now where i don't really enjoy working out but like when i was hurt when i was hurt I lost 30 pounds after my surgery. Oh, my gosh. I weighed 200 pounds, and I dropped down to, like, 170. What? Went from a 33 waist to a 30. Yeah, it was because I couldn't was work it, out, bro. Was I wasn't it, eating. Were you losing fat or muscle? Like, was it a good weight loss? or? I mean, I got pretty skinny, so probably a, a mix of both. Okay. You know? And I don't think I'm fat by any means. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a bigger body person. Yeah. I mean, how tall are you? Like, 6'2". Six, six Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. maybe like six three. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, you know, six two, six three, two hundred pounds. Ath- you know, I would, I would feel like I'm athletic. Yeah, yeah. I, I would feel describe like myself pretty... as an athletic build. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you look at a lot of professional baseball players, and they're pretty big guys. Right? Yeah, they're like, they're they're solid. Yeah, you know, I don't, I definitely don't feel underwhelmed anywhere i've ever gone like i don't feel like i'm being towered over you know i don't feel skinny wherever i go like i feel good like i feel you know i feel healthy right i feel fit um i i think i feel super skinny around some people sometimes and then like i'm around other people i'm like man i feel jacked yeah it just kind of depends yeah (laughs) see i always feel good like where like i've never had like body you know i've never been body conscious or anything like that and like i never feel fat i never feel I did feel, I felt really skinny when I lost that weight though. Yeah. When I was sure. at 170. But I, when I would think about it though, like I used to always think about those kids at Aqua East because I got into surfing pretty heavy. I always think about those kids at Aqua East where they ride like 27 mm. liter boards. And I'm like, how in the fuck do you guys ride 30, uh, 27 liter boards? Pounds. Yeah. Cause they're skinny, bro. Yeah. They're pencils. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I could never ride a board under 30 liters. It's just not going to happen <laughs> unless it was pumping at pipe or something, you know, where that wave basically you can get on anything and surf it. Yeah. So I thought it was, you know, pros and cons. I liked it because I was like, yeah, I can drop down. I can drop down my board, you know, volume a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Con, none of my clothes fit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing, bro. Like I would have to like, I was like two or three belt loops like belt notches like down oh, on man. my belt bro everything looked like i was wearing abc slims bro and they looked like they were <laughs> like cargo pants <laughs> it was disgusting that's funny i know i wonder if that's you mentioned that you never had any like body conscious like no like body eating issues i wonder <clears throat> if that stems from like the nature of the sport that you've done it could be because it could, it could i be. always did like endurance sports where it was like leaner is better yeah. You know, you drop five pounds, you'll drop five seconds in the race. Like, yeah. that was, like, old school mentality and, like, that fucks Really? Oh, yeah. It's super bad. But, like, yours was, like, gain a little weight, put a little more power behind that Maybe a little more pop. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little more sauce. Yeah. yeah. But I've also seen guys in, like, there's a second baseman for the Astros. His name's Jose Altuve. Um, tiny. Tiny guy. <clears throat> there's another guy. Jose Ramirez. Tiny, tiny guy. And these dudes are both, like, Where's my cell phone at? I'm gonna. Do you care if I look these? Yeah, go the height and weight up. We can take a moment now to uh, thank our sponsor. <laughs> Love that. Um, that's the goal is just to get to the point where you have sponsors. <laughs> this dude's five six. Jose Altuve is five six. Oh my six. gosh. Skinny. Wow. Skinny. Um, Jose Ramirez. Five nine. Oh my and god! I, I'm not even kidding. Those might be. Th- those little, might be like they were like up. yeah, a little pumped. Because like, when you see these guys in real life, bro, it's like, you, dude, you are tiny. And yes, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that five nine is tiny or five six is yeah, tiny yeah. for a male. <laughs> so like, I don't, you know, I don't want to be crucified for that. But like, when you think like when these think dudes, of, uh, these dudes' yeah. names carry so much weight because they're so good. Mm. They went like silver sluggers, which is like the best hitter at that position. You know, and you see them in real life and you're just like, you're that guy. Yeah. Like this is yeah. you, you know, you picture like, I don't know why, but like when I picture like star studded athletes, you think like six, four ripped. Yeah. You know, just because like over the course of you time, picture like, Chris Hemsworth, 
Yeah. Or yeah. like Aaron Judge, who's like six seven, or like LeBron. You yeah. know, you think of like the star players of your sports. You think like, you know, a head above everybody. Right. And I mean, chiseled. Yeah. You know, like that's what you think of. Right. Because, but like, it's not necessarily always like that in sports. Like five six five nine, and those guys are those guys swing it. Yeah, you so like outliers. that's what I've always loved about baseball. Kind of circling back, is you don't there isn't necessarily like a height advantage. You know, like really? those, these. Bro, he won a silver. Those guys are silver sluggers. Like they're the best hitter at their position. Wow, that's a third baseman and a second baseman. Those aren't just cakewalk positions. Yeah, like you got a slug if you're playing there. And five nine five six, bro. That means that they're hitting home runs. They're hitting for average. That like, that's what I loved about baseball though. Is like some people just got it. Yeah. And some people don't like if you can figure out how to unlock your body, like and meaning like if you can figure out like and it's different for everybody. Like some guys just have like that pure raw like f- country bumpkin power. <laughs> some guys don't have that. Some guys have to like use their body differently. Is it kind of like golf? Like yes. Like yeah. where it's not yeah. as much about po- power sometimes. It's just Sometimes like, it's like swing. mechanics. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the way you just unravel everything like you you coil up it's like a rubber band like the farther you pull a rubber band like the more tension yeah some guys can create that and they don't have to be necessarily strong hmm. you know because if you went purely off build and how much weight you can lift west would be a first round pick and probably in the big leagues that's a good point yeah you know it's yeah. not it's not that though it's it, there's more to it which is what i always liked about baseball yeah you know in football you could get away with stuff like that because you're just stronger right and baseball, it's not about how strong you are. Do you think having too much muscles in baseball is restrictive? Because, like you said, Maybe. you're not as much like like look at someone like <clears throat> Tom Brady. He doesn't lift weights, right? There you go. And he's the best quarterback of yeah. all time. You of know? all time. Yeah. So, and his whole thing is like being like a rubber band. Like, yeah, it's like you want to be. I know. I know. Being too flexible is a bad thing. I do know that. Right. That yeah. Too flexible, you can hurt stuff. So you got to find like this perfect balance. Yeah, I mean that's what life is, bro. Life yeah. is a balance, you know. That's why like being alone by yourself all the time isn't the best thing. Yeah. Because you lose like your social skills. Right. No, I I it's have a problem balance. with balance with uh with exercise because I you exercise too much. Yeah, I'll just go off the deep end and I'll I'll look down and I'm like I ran seventy miles this week for no reason at all and. I'm now injured. Remember when you won the Donna? Didn't you win the Donna? I won the 5K, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was, that that was, was sick, cool. bro. I was, <laughs> proud to, I was proud to know you. That was fun. <laughs> that I was, was I was proud to be like, yeah, I know that kid. I work with that kid. <laughs> you guys kept shouting me out at work. Yeah, that was sick, bro. <laughs> hey, let your friends be proud of you. What are yeah. friends for? I know. I appreciate it. Uh, it was fun. That was a good race. You know, remember Lindsay Miller? She's she's a really talented photographer. Yeah, she's the one that taught me how to shoot photography. She just moved to Arizona. Really? Yep. She's a big skydiver too, right? Big skydiver, but crossfitter she, also, I believe. She's a CrossFit photographer. Okay, that's like what she specializes. Yeah, in. that's what she that's what she loves. And I've always I've always uh, been jealous of people that like chase after what they wanted, like no matter like the money. Well, you know? I mean, you did that with baseball, though. I mean, like you said, like but you can make millions and millions and millions of dollars in baseball. That's so, like, true. it's not that. Yes, I was talented. Yes, I love baseball. But like, blessed are the people who chase after what they want without monetary value. Like, right? I, you could probably make millions doing photography, but like, it's very there's a very 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 small percentage of people. Yeah, I'm probably saying with baseball. Yeah, you know, baseball is world re- like you're world renowned. You know, well with photography. But like Probably. the average photographer versus the average professional baseball player, you ain't raking in the same amount. <laughs> Not at all. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's cool that you know people that just go after it. And I wish I could do that. You know, I just don't know. I don't know. I was talking to Wes about this. I don't know where what like drives me in life because I've never had to have a passion outside of baseball. Do you, do you, you not know? think it's money? I do not live my life based off how much money I want okay. to make. Yeah. And I've always loved that about myself. Maybe I go too overboard with it because I'm not a big saver. 
I'm not a big, you know, look at the dollar signs and chase after that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there's a balance. Like I talked right, about, there's right. a, there's definitely a balance. I just don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know. Like, I love art. Like, I love art. I love like ceramics. I love painting. I love drawing. Drawing is like my you're favorite good, thing in the world. You, you guys are you good. I've seen some of the stuff you yeah. do. You're very good. And yeah, we'll drink wine, like and get a little buzz and do some <laughs> painting and stuff like that. <laughs> Have the art just pour out yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah, really feel it. <laughs> really feel what you're glass. putting on the canvas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's funny. But I would dude, I would love to do something like that. I would love that. But like where I don't even know where to start. Never even thought about it. Podcast. I yeah. love talking to people. Right. I love getting what I have to say on the world. Does the world need to hear it? Probably not all the time. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. Yeah, I get to say. <clears throat> it. Uh, you'd be surprised how small the barrier to entry is for podcasting. Yeah. It's very easy to get into. Photography, on the other hand, it, it's easy and it's not easy. The problem with it now is, and this was something I was talking about with my mom the other day. She was like, oh, it's you should be doing like pictures for high school graduation and college graduation like all these bro you would be good at weddings well i'll get into that in a second but so the problem though is everyone who needs to get their picture taken they also have their friend with their 300 dollars camera who will do it for them for free and then they'll just swap and they'll take pictures of each other so no one my age or younger wants to hire a professional photographer and pay what a professional photographer would ask for for a photo shoot right and it, that's just how it is now and I mean, the fact that phone cameras are getting so good people are just using those also so the market of professional photographers is kind of dying down because there's such a rise in like consumer cameras and people figuring it out and doing it themselves which is unfortunate and then the thing about wedding photography so that's the thing bro. that's what i was gonna say that's why Lindsay does crossfit or like yeah. surfing you have to get into an environment where people can't use phones so like weddings people don't have their phones right that's a good point you know what i mean yeah that's, that's actually crossfitting really you can't lift while your homie takes pictures of you with the you know the iphone camera yeah that's i mean a good you point. can but not on like the global standpoint right. right when you're like you're competing you know and like surfing same thing like you i feel like you yeah. gotta put yourself in that position to where it's like okay people want to live in the moment and i want to capture that for them right and graduation pictures and bro, you know how boring that would be oh, for someone horrible. like you? Yeah. Yeah. I used to do portrait work for the Ritz Carlton. You don't want to do that. It's not fun. You don't want to do that. I like what you just said that that was really interesting about being somewhere where a phone or someone else with their cheap camera yeah, can't I just be. thought of that. That's fucking good. Off the rip, bro. That's good. That's off the easy. That's off the easy. It's impressive. <laughs> um, but I was talking with someone who used to shoot weddings a lot, and he was saying that back in the day, you can maybe make like nine thousand, seven thousand dollars for a weekend of shooting a wedding. That's now, good. That's great. Yeah. Now it's like two thousand. Like that's all they they're willing to pay, and like it just has gone down dramatically, which is just nuts. Because usually it goes up. Yeah. So it's it's like a weird, and that's also apparently it's one of the hardest things to shoot because everything is one moment. You can't miss it if you, you miss it. You cannot miss it, bro. That's dude. why it's probably best you have like two people. Oh, I think you have to. Yeah. Two shooters, definitely. Yeah. And uh, if you do miss it, you get the wrath of a bride, which would be terrifying. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's their most special day ever. And I understand that. But like, what is the point of of bitching about it? Like, it's not like you know. can go back in time. So it's like but there's some crazy stories about them doing it. So. Yeah, I don't know. But I like her niche. Her niche is cool. I love like workout photography. I think is dope. That's and she does really a really cool. good job with it. Yeah. Yeah. She does a really good job with it. I mean, like, even, bro, maybe snowboarding or I don't know, bro. Like, you're so you're so good at photography. Thank you. You know? I mean, you're good. You're good at a lot of things. <laughs> you're good at a lot of stuff. So, like, but that's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, Jack I like photography. Trades, yeah. Man. Like, yeah. but that isn't the guy that makes the money. No. Which that's cool if you don't live your life based off money because right. money is just paper, but like Sometimes the guy who's really stuff. good at one, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When rinse do, they don't care how good at a bunch of stuff you are. <laughs> they don't give a shit if I can take a good picture. <laughs> yeah, they really don't give a damn. Um, 
The guy that makes a lot of money, though, is, like, the doctor. The guy who's really, really good at, like, one thing. Yeah, a specialist. Yeah, yeah. a specialist. Yeah, that's a better word for it. So, like, I don't know, bro. I just feel like... I don't know. I don't know. And this is where, like, I this is where I run into the wall. Where I'm like, I don't know what path I want to go down. Well, there's... I feel like, like, when my parents, and I'm sure your parents, too, in our age, it was, like, you become a, a lawyer, doctor, a dentist, go into sales. That was kind of it. But now it's, like, especially with the there's internet... There's so much money you can make on commission, though. Yeah. But... There's so many different things you can do now. I mean, if you just like look up a job, like look up a job for a communication major or whatever, like a broad major, and there's like 50 different jobs that it will list. And it's like, that is so overwhelming. It's like, how do I pick? Like, how do yeah. I narrow it down? It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And it, you know what I think is not fair? Mm-hmm. The fact that you have to decide your career path by the time you're 21. You mean like with a major? Yes. Call- yeah. 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 It does Obviously, you can start like, I, honestly, I would say that most people start later in life on like they figure out what they want to do. Oh, you know? totally. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't ever figure out what they want to do. Yeah. I think some people. I would just, even go as far to say that. Yeah. Which is a bummer because I always have thought that like if you could find early on what you love to do like what you're really passionate about bro i just told west at a breakfast this morning yeah the people that know what they want to do when they're born like from the minute they're born are so blessed oh my god yeah i mean so blessed like i've talked to so many people that were like i wanted to be a pilot ever since i was two i wanted to you know be a dentist my cousin wants to be a dentist she's wanted to be a dentist for as long as i've seen her alive god bless her yeah god bless her teeth. god bless her because not everyone wants to be a dentist yeah but if she does good for her i got a disturbing fact about dentists let's hear it that's the job where they oh yeah because well, yeah. they have all the access to all the drugs is it really yeah so they just, i thought it's because no they one get hooked on like the drugs and stuff i and thought it was because no one is ever excited to go see the dentist i thought that could it be was. that i've heard it i've heard it because of the drugs it could be that also though that's kind of like a cop. Like no one wants to see a cop. Yeah, but cops save their they save people. Yeah, but people don't look at them that way. They see firefighters that way. They don't look at cops that way though. Firefighters don't put you in jail. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like so like a person they see a cop. But you can feel good about being a cop. I see that. I think cops are great. I think we need them, but some people the moment they see a cop, they just have a negative reaction. Yeah. Which is much I is see that. Up. But like the dentist nobody likes going to the dentist's office. <laughs> yeah. No one looks at them as positive. No one ever says, I cannot wait for the dentist to get here. Right. I can't believe I'm going to the dentist's office. Like, no one says that. Yeah. Everybody doesn't like dentists, and that's why. Which is a bummer, because we need them. <laughs> Do we, bro? I've been to the dentist since I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't say how <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but but it is true. So There's- if you know, if anybody out there listening to this knows the dentist, maybe shoot him a text. Say, hey, thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we love you. We're uh-huh. here for you. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna. They might answer back with, "What are you talking about?" But you know, just say, "You know what I'm talking about," because they know. They know. They know. They know what you're talking about. But you're right. The people who do know from such a young age what they want to do, they don't realize how lucky they have. They don't. They don't. And maybe that little passion. Um, maybe that little fire is lit with inside all of us and we just can't find the flame. I know. But so then because we often radiate so much light that we don't know where that flame is coming from. Yeah. Maybe. bro. That's, that's a theory. (laughs) That is a theory. I had another good theory too. God, I forgot it. Oh yeah. So you got to get a journal. Yeah. I, I do journal from time to time. I was heavy into journaling in the month of June this year. Why June? Oh, bro. My was life hot. was in the shitter. Oh. Life was in the shitter. Because you were injured and... Injured. Yeah. All kinds of stuff going on in my life. I was just like, this is... Bro, this is this is lame. This, I, this. Journaling is great. I think it's very helpful. Yeah. I saw I saw a an illustration one time of like like a heat map. Mm-hmm. You know, like a thermal... Yep. Like a heat, like a heat thing. Like over the country? No. It was over someone journaling. Oh, and and it was drawn, so it was illustrated. So like it wasn't like an actual oh. one, and it was the whole body was red, like filled with like rage, anger. Like that was kind of like what they were like portraying, 
And then as he started writing, the energy started to transfer down into his arm, into the pen, onto the paper. And he became blue, like mellow and calm. Yeah. So I thought like, and how many times you heard journaling is like perfect for that. Yeah, it is. You know? So I thought like that was really cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, I might start journaling. I do when I can't sleep. Really? Mm -hmm. Like just the other night I was, I was, I couldn't sleep. I don't, I think I had too much caffeine during the day or whatever, but I was up till like 2 a.m. And uh, I wrote like three pages in my journal. I usually do like one or a half of one. Yeah. It's good to do. It's good to let out your thoughts. It it is. Yeah. And you know what's really cool is like going back years from now and being like, this is where I was at, like at this point in my life. Like Oh my gosh. Even just six months. How embarrassing. Yeah. I well I think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what was God what was I doing? Like how could I not, you know, see how could I not sift through that part of my life? Like, why did I think that was so difficult? But I mean that just goes to show that you do grow over time, even if you're not realizing it. You just figure it out a little bit more. Yeah. Do you meditate at all? I don't, but I absolutely love meditating. I I know. It's something I don't do, but like... I just don't find the time. Like, I don't prioritize it. I know. And I wish I did. I really do. Well, like, I always tell myself, like, oh, I'd like to do it, like, right in the morning when I wake up. But the problem is, I don't really want to get... I I work out in the morning, Uh and I don't really want to get all calm and collected and then go try and kill myself in a workout. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. But if you work, if you work out for X amount of time, and then you meditate... And then you come home, you cook breakfast, you start your day with like, you just run out of, th- and then it's time to eat lunch. Yeah. And you just run out of time. Like, that's why I was telling Wes, <laughs> I was telling Wes yesterday, I was like, bro, humans weren't meant to wake up, go work your dick off from nine to five on Monday through Friday, stress about your taxes, die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's just, we weren't meant for that, bro. We feel things. We have compassion. We, you know, we laugh, we cry, we have emotions. Like, there's, so, like, that's what I want to, that's what I want to get into, bro. Something that has all of those things. And I mean, I guess you could just go get a nine to five and go through all those emotions. <laughs> Sit in traffic, fucking punch your steering wheel, <laughs> cry on your way to work, be happy on the way home. But like, there's just more, like, there's more to that. There's a deeper meaning, I feel like, to life. Yeah, it's. And is there like a career that has that? I That's think, what I want to do. <laughs> I think a lot of people would do that too. You um, know, like without like, like, I don't know, bro. Like, uh, honestly, you know, I wanted to get into real estate because I wanted to start building, like I want to get investment properties mm-hmm. and then make passive, like earn passive mm-hmm. income. Right. And then, you know, quit on life and just make money through your passive income. Whether that's 60 grand, 100 grand, you can make a ton of money through investment properties. Yeah. Stock market. I have my stock market's rolling right now. It's like, I want to make money doing stuff like that. You know, like right. where you're working, but like it's on your own time frame. Yeah, the, the passive income is definitely something that is huge. And uh, if you can like kind of nail it down, then you're kind of set for a long time. A long time. Yeah. And then you can kind of figure out what your passion projects are. So like that's like, that's yeah, like, like what well, this would yeah. be, for example. Like this isn't making me any money. Like it's fun to do and like I enjoy it a lot, but it's kind of more of just like a passion project and photography. Half the time it's a passion project. Half the time it's like, oh, yeah, this is like <clears throat> this is work like I'm actually making money from this. So it kind of goes back and forth. And you know what I noticed? I noticed this when I first started getting paid to play baseball. As soon as you start getting paid for something, all of the fun is taken out of it. Kind of. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Because like I used to <clears throat> absolutely love college baseball and then i started playing pro baseball and the narrative completely changed i loved pro baseball it was the my favorite time of my entire life because mm-hmm. i made some of my best friends i'll ever t- i'll ever have and like those memories are memories that i'll never forget but like it's just it's not the same yeah. you're expected to perform or you lose your job yeah like yeah. when people start saying you're gonna lose your job and they're referring to like your passion, like your childhood passion, whether that's photography, skydiving, baseball, whatever it is, surfing. You're like, damn, I got to step it up. And you start putting that pressure on yourself. That's why like I could always get to, and I think this is what made me really good at baseball, is I could always get to a place of, fuck it, dude. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and I'm going to be Drew Weeks. And that is just a, not a nonchalant, but like a, I don't give a fuck attitude. I'm going to go out. 
you know, like confidence and with like a, you know, a whatever personality, like whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to give it a hundred percent kind of thing. Bro, and that's when I that's when I would always play my best. Really? And I tried to tell Wes that. But Wes like not that he didn't understand it, but like he, he like he was just one of those people that had to play like amped up. Like he and some people are like that. There's like a there is a balance. You know, some people are on the other end of the spectrum, some people sit in the middle, some people are on the far side, and I always when I was on the lower end of the spectrum of like the okay, like, you know, whatever happens, happens. Like, I'm going to go out and just try to ball. That's yeah. when I played well. Well, I've, I I kind I relate to that, not on a professional level, but when I'm doing triathlons, like, now I just kind of do them for fun. And whenever I'm the most nonchalant about it, kind of late, kind of, like, rushed, like, figuring everything out, like, I'm not, I didn't train as, like, well as I probably should have um yeah I'm, isn't I'm, that weird it's very like literally I, I had one like three weeks ago and i hadn't ridden my bike the first time i'd ridden my bike was the week before the race mm-hmm. and that was just because it was in the shop for a while that's another story so i hadn't ridden my bike in like three or four months maybe and that's the longest part of the race yeah and i'd swam five times but i'd been running a lot so i was like whatever fuck it yeah. it'll be fine and i got fourth overall had the fastest run of the nice. course in like one of the top five fastest swims and my bike was shit. Cause I mean, I hadn't been on the bike in a while, but like it, I, I did so much better than I should have with the, the swim bike pre- run, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I did so much better than I should have with the amount of preparation that I didn't do. Yeah. And the stress that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, and that I think makes all the difference sometimes. It's honestly like when you know, like you have an excuse for. <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. It's like when you know that you have an excuse, like okay, I didn't really try, so like if I do bad, like at least I can blame it on that. <laughs> like you kind of when you have out. that, yeah, yeah. It's like you take that same, um, like what do I have to lose mentality? Yeah, I think you got that- nothing to lose. You got no skin in the game. Like it's not like you trained, whatever. Like. Dude, the best I've ever hit in my entire... Oh, not the best I've ever hit. One of the best starts to a season I have ever had was I was playing on a broken hand. Oh, my God. I play, I broke my handmate, and it was excruciating pain. I would take 2,000 milligrams of ibuprofen before every single game. Ibuprofen, I'd be playing. <sighs> oh, my God. Dude, and I would just... Gr- but I knew if I did that, I could just be like, my hand is broken. Yeah. But I kept hitting and i kept hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting i was just like i'm not i'm not gonna say anything i'm i can't stop hitting right i'm doing so well that nothing to lose mentality is dangerous <sighs> i mean you can you can you can end wars dangerous. you can end wars with that nothing oh, to yeah, lose mentality see but like why don't more people take that mentality into life because you got here with nothing right you didn't get a say you didn't say you were you wanted to be born you came yeah. into the world with nothing. You're going to leave with nothing. Just give it all you got, bro. You got nothing to lose. You yeah. come in with not literally nothing. You don't got clothes on. You don't got money. Nothing, bro. <laughs> and you leave the same way. <laughs> you can't take it with you, bro. It doesn't matter how many diamonds you collected. It doesn't matter how much money's in your bank account. Investment properties, if, you know, what your girlfriend is. It uh, you Bro, you got nothing at the yeah. end of at the end of the beginning. You don't have anything, bro. You literally have nothing to lose. Yeah, and that's that's kind of I've used that mentality like when like trying to get like photo gigs with stuff. Like I'm currently doing stuff, or I'm about to go on another trip with uh, Beneath the Waves, that shark conservation. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, I went to Turks with them, right. um, but now I'm hoping it becomes more of a like a permanent position with them. But I literally just kind of went full send and was like, Oh, I got nothing to lose. Like when I reached out to them and then look at where it's gotten. And so it's, yeah. it definitely works. I mean, same thing, bro. Literally same thing. Like I did the, the, when I was doing real estate, bro, like I just spoke with some lady at Berkshire Hathaway, which is owned by Warren Buffett, the most successful investor of all time. And I was like, <laughs> bro, if they tell me no, like 
Okay. Because, yeah. you know, a month ago I didn't have my real estate license. Now I have it. And now I could potentially go into a meeting with them. They tell me no. I didn't so are you a anything. realtor for them? Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. I just started in real estate with them. Uh, I don't know if that's the best company in the world. I th- I would like to think it is because they just hired me. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know anything. I just started. Yeah. You know? How does the process work for a new realtor? You go through training. And you just get listings and contact people by and say, I don't know, bro. It does not light my fire. It's not that I... Oh, okay. You know? I, I like the fact that I can help people. Yeah. I like the fact that... I get to walk people through making their biggest transaction of their entire life. Your house is going to be your biggest investment you've ever had. Yeah. You know? And I like that I will eventually know enough that I can confidently tell people like, hey, I got you. I can be there for you. Whatever questions you have, I will be there to walk you through. You know? I'm going to find you the best house or the house you love the most, I'm going to find you, you know, get you the best deal. I'm going to, like, I like, I like that, mm-hmm. you know, but like, you know, getting commission off selling a home, like that's just whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, maybe, maybe I'm in it for the right reasons because I want to serve people. I want to help people. Maybe I'm not because I don't really care about the money, mm. you know, but you know, like I said, bills, People care about money. Yeah. How so, long is the training supposed to be? I think it's a month. Okay. I think it's a month. It's three classes for four weeks. Then so, it'll be out there. Then I'll be out grinding <laughs> in corporate America. Yeah. Sell out. <laughs> I know. Just right? Don't remind me. I'm disgusted with myself when I look in the mirror. Are you going to believe I settled? What are you going to have to wear? Do you have to wear like a, a suit? <laughs> no, I don't think you have to wear a suit. Okay. I think you can wear like. It, Probably not I mean, bro, they don't make you, they don't, I don't work nine to five. Right. That's true. I make my own hours. She's like, show up when you want, do whatever. She's like, I wouldn't hire you if I thought you were going to come home and just sit on your thumb all day and not work. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So you like if the waves are, if the waves are pumping, like I can be like, all right, yeah, I'm going surfing all day. Right. Like I'm not working today. Or if I want to go snowboarding, I could take a trip. Do you only get paid based on the commission of the house? Yeah. Okay. So they don't really lose any money if you don't do anything. Right. Yeah. They just fire you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I like that. Yeah. You know, I like I like working off commission. I, you know, I've had a, when I worked at Aqua East, like I was a little bit hesitant knowing like, okay, I, I'm only getting paid $9 an hour. So $9? like, that's it. So commission like is big. Yeah. Will I sell anything? Because I know, I know a, a, enough about surfboards but not uh, I, like i'm not you know i don't know what t- i know more than the average person right you know because yeah, i yeah. work there yeah and i learned a lot but like you know to somebody that's been surfing their entire life like they probably know more than i do probably. and like having to sell the, someone like that a board like it's challenging mm-hmm. so like i thought commission based off that was going to be pretty difficult but you know i did really well there I did really well, like based off commission. Like they're they great people there. They're showed awesome. us the numbers at the end of the year, and I was like one of the top salesmen. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, and I can't imagine, you know, selling a home would be any different because they are like they come into the store, they contact a, re- a real estate agent, like they're looking to buy. Yeah, they want to buy a house. They want to buy a house. Yeah. You just, you know, gotta help them. Which gotta I'm, the, I'm a helpful be the person. Man. Yeah, I'm a helpful person. I like, I like helping people go back to those lululemon days bro lululemon has taught me things that i will cherish for the rest of my life really like the way they teach you to speak to people there is amazing yeah they definitely do have a good customer service like i guess that's the best way to put it definitely you know I mean? definitely you know v told me one time she was like if if uh however you talk to people if you're coming from a good spot in your heart how they react to you is not your problem. Mm. I was like, that is, that's so good. Because like, if I say, yo, you're late all the time and I don't want you to lose your job. So quit being fucking late. Cause I care, like I care about you. Like I want you to keep this job yeah. and you freaked out and blew up. That's not my problem. Right. Because I'm coming from a good spot in my heart. I'm trying to help. Yeah. You know how that message is delivered. You know, that's another thing I guess you could work on like your delivery, but you're still, you know, it's better to just put it out there. It's better to just tell them straight up, tell them the truth. 
you know, and how they react to that is not your fault. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's deep, point. bro. Yeah. That's deep. I was like, I like that. And, you know, that amongst, that was the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. Right. With JoJo with you a long time, bro. We had a, we had a great crew there. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. We were surfing not long ago. Really? Yeah, probably a month ago we were surfing together, me, him, and Wes. He rips. He rips. Yeah. And he, you would never know. He, he like he, he wouldn't tell you. He wouldn't. Dad, bro, construction worker, works at Milwaukee Tools, bro. He just paws out there with his board and just shreds. Wait, yeah, what is he doing now? He works at Milwaukee Tools. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Nice. Salesman. Nice. He's the guy that just loves to help people. <laughs> yeah, he and he's good at help. it, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a good thinker. I like his brain. I know. I would. Like, I should have him. I should see if he wants to come. You on. should definitely, yeah. definitely see if he wants to come on. Yeah, yeah. If he ever listens to this, I'm uh, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> um, one question I wanted to ask you before you we wrap this up: What advice would you give to like high schoolers or college baseball players if they want to go pro? <clears throat> um. Oh man. I would say baseball is a lot about learning yourself as a player. What's that? That's not like your typical piece of advice. Yeah. But like the more you learn who you are as a baseball player, like what your role is to your team the better you will be that's what i would say i like that a lot that's good yeah yeah because like as i like you because not everybody is a home run hitter not right. everybody is a guy who steals bases and you got to accept that like you got to know you got to like, learn you got to know your role and like, like the how better can you help the team better themselves the better you become at your <laughs> role obviously like the elite of the elite play pro baseball and graduate or move on to play major league baseball mm -hmm. but like they don't get that far without knowing wh who they are as a baseball player mm. you know and you could eat you could that can be you know broken down into like you know your approach when you're at the plate you know based off the pitcher and there's so bro there's so many things you have to learn to be good at baseball but that's why it takes years and years and years of learning right you know to get to where you are to get to the majors and some people are just naturally gifted like some of those tools are given to them early they yeah. know who they are they're good at everything you know <laughs> and you know most major league baseball players are good at everything most guys can hit home runs you know so that's that's probably the piece of advice I'll give. That's great. If you had to give advice to yourself when you were 10, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself? I would, 10 years old? Or 15. How about 15? Yeah, 15 to 18. I would probably say have more confidence in yourself. Have more confidence in yeah, yourself? I think that it, it, towards the end of high school, I definitely gained a lot more um but in the early state like 15 like 10 to 15 it was it was a lot lower and uh that was definitely something i struggled with so i, I think, think i struggled with confidence when i was younger too i wasn't that good looking well i think most people i wasn't really good at sports like i was just kind yeah. of a i wasn't a loser but i just wasn't i didn't know who i was yeah i think i didn't know the potential i had when i was probably 16 or 17 i kind of started to figure out more who i was and that yeah. that was that made it but confidence change. bro confidence can give you make you look good it can make you handsome oh yeah yeah totally i mean it's it's huge confidence is key um is that you what can trick someone into thinking like you're better <laughs> looking than you are yeah um uh, what advice would you give your 15 day year pour old? every nickel you have into bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> signing bonus Oh, Bitcoin diversified across Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Shiba coin, all of it, all the coins, <laughs> bro. If it's got coin, <laughs> put at least a dollar in it. If it's got a coin on it. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be so dude. There was a guy a year ago that put $8,000 into Shiba mm -hmm. in coin, which is like some altcoin. It's worth $5 billion today. <laughs> it's crazy. That's nuts. 
you know, and stocks are constantly that 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 stock. Yeah. The next stock that's gonna do that is out there. Right. You just gotta find it. Yeah. Yeah. I know eight thousand dollars. That guy's probably a billionaire already or a millionaire. He's probably got tons of money. Yeah. Because no one's gonna invest that much. But like, what if you can invest ten dollars and turn it into five million? Right. You know, I would take that investment. It's a pretty good investment. <laughs> I can afford to lose ten dollars. He could probably afford to lose eight grand. Yeah. You know, we're on different sliding scales, <laughs> but the volume is there. I think I could lose about five right now. Yeah. I can't lose a dime right now. I'm, I'm hurting, bro. <laughs> I'm hurting. It's all get, right. It's all right. I get to into too many hobbies and I, I just, I'm like, I go back to the bank account. I'm like, oof, probably yeah. can't buy that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. But, well, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks this for having me, fun. man. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I'll uh, listen to a, a Wes and Drew podcast at some point. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'll be the producer. That would be, that would be great. Yeah. Definitely need that. Awesome.